Good morning, friends. Welcome to day nine of the Novena of Surrender to Jesus time we're spending together and December 9th, final day. I wanted to start by talking about yesterday and sort of the day, this day that did not go as expected, but it was a wonderful day. So I ended up thinking, well, I thought I had to work at one of my school jobs where I'm consulting as a trauma-informed consultant coach. But I got there and they were testing and so all the meetings were canceled and so I ended up having a morning off. So I was thinking about the things I was had been feeling stressed about how I was going to accomplish them and decided to read my chapters from The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog. Bruce Perry's book that I'm reading for a class called Neurosequential Model Education. And uh, I actually have had that book on my shelf for many years and didn't want to read it because I knew the stories that were contained. So uh, the and essentially I ended up feeling very triggered by the stories. And so I knew I needed to do some nervous system care I went on a hike, I was out hiking and feeling still fairly overwhelmed and uh, I thought about the podcast interview that I did for this month and Advent and taking care of our nervous systems is a big topic that Greg and I talk about in the interview and I remembered him talking about the critical importance of connection when you're really dysregulated and so I thought about who I needed to connect with and I called my friend Tamara and we had a really great conversation um, and we ended up talking about God breaking our hearts for the things that break his heart and that being part of the walk as we learn more about the hard stories in this world. So that was a neat experience. I did feel much better after both walking, being in nature, and calling my friend who could relate to what I was experiencing. I woke up knowing the story that I wanted to share with you all this morning, and I was going through my journal just to see. The story I really want to share is from September, but when I went back in, I was thinking about all the different things that were coming to me this morning. I also had a, an experience on June 9th where I ran into a student from some of my earlier years teaching at Junction. And this young man, I had him in class for three years and in his junior year, we had this lesson happen, and it was a suicide prevention lesson led by the counseling team. And this boy and his another boy had had conflict since freshman year, and they had been in my class together since freshman year. And the expectation in my class was that you didn't have to like each other, but you did have to work with each other and learn how to get along. So it was year three of them being in class together and this conversation happened and these two boys ended up staying after. 
because each of them had opened up during the lesson with the counselor about their own stories a little bit. And then they ended up staying later with the counselor and I, and they made repair that was from middle school. They were juniors in high school at the time. And when I saw him, you know, 10 years after the fact, he was uh, telling me about his family. And uh, he also, he, he brought up that being a life-changing moment for him, that repair with this other young man. And it was interesting because I wasn't remembering the details very, very much. I could remember it happened, but he remembered everything so in detail. And I, I bring that up because this word connection keeps coming to me today. And I'm wondering if that's my word for 2023. And that, that makes me feel kind of excited. I like that word a little bit more than I liked the word surrender. So um, the story I had wanted to tell you was about in, in September. We were in the very far end of Eastern Colorado heading to Kansas for a wedding. And I woke up and prayed this prayer and there's this line in this prayer that says um it says even when i confer on you the grace of immolation of repentance and love and i had to look that up but immolation is basically sacrifice and suffering and so when god gives us experiences that feel sacrificial or that bring about that we feel suffering, that that's actually a grace, like his love. And when I was, I was sort of looking this up again, it was also talking about the work God is doing in our hearts through the experiences we have in our life. And uh, so I remember reading that we were in Eastern Colorado, we're getting ready to go hop back in the car to head to this wedding. And Sam comes up from the parking lot and says the car isn't starting. So essentially, we were sort of stuck in Goodland, Colorado, and we had these two children. We realized my parents the day before had had all kinds of problems getting a rental car, and they almost rode with us, but they decided they found a rental car and decided to go with it. So they were actually behind us. So we called them, and we had them meet us in Goodland. And in the end, the man who had picked up our car, he fixed the starter, which was broken. And so we had this whole plan of splitting up, but we didn't have to. So we get all in the car again, we're driving, and I was writing in my the book I'm writing, I was writing about how hard it is to trust sometimes. And I looked up and there was, in Kansas, there are these giant signs that uh, say things like this one said, uh, I trust you, Jesus. And it had a very big white American looking Jesus on it. And I was writing about trust. I look up, I see this sign and all this. And then Sam says, oh my gosh, the the engine light is flashing, which is not a good sign. So we pulled off. My parents were following us. Essentially, um, a part of a trip that should have taken a few hours took us about eight hours and we did make it. But throughout the entire trip, it was very real that my parents had been provided as this comfort. And uh, the very last leg of the trip, my dad and I had this opportunity to talk and I'd had in my, um, in my spiritual direction days, um, about a month before that, 
had this very clear message that there's healing to be done this side of heaven. And my dad and I just ended up having this really incredible conversation about trust and, and where things can go awry in human relationships and how do we trust God when really bad things happen or tragedies happen. And it was just a conversation that I really needed to have with my dad and it was really powerful and it was really explicitly evident to me that my parents were this representation of God with us as we were driving the stress and anxiety that could have happened or that would have been felt had we been in this car with a flashing light without any support, without anybody we could hop in with. Two children were driving through the middle of the prairie, very far from home, very far from businesses. There was so much relief just knowing that we had this other like option with us the whole time and a real joyful moment when we arrived and also the fact that we made it back home. But that was such a, an explicit example of surrendering and trusting and not letting the circumstances determine my attitude. I think Sam and I both felt a lot of victory and the fact that we stayed kind to each other the whole way, which as you all know, is very hard in stressful situations to stay kind to the person that you're hanging out with in the moment. So that felt like a real win. Our kids watched us navigate a very stressful situation and all remain kind, so that was good. So with that, I will take us into today's scripture reading and prayer. Oh, good morning, Steph, Kristen. It's so good to see you guys. James, thanks for being here. So our prayer, our scripture reading today, I actually picked two. <clears throat> They're both from the Psalms, but they felt fitting. <laughs> the first is Psalm 30, 31, verse 14. And the entire title of the Psalm is The Lord, a Fortress in Adversity. So verse 14 says, but as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. And then the second Psalm is from 9419, the second verse. And it says, in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. So I had already picked the first one. And when I read that one, I thought, I love that one too. When we are in tough situations, when we are facing adversity, it makes me sometimes want to rage at someone who says, don't ever have feelings, I don't ever feel worry or fear because it's not real, we feel it. But then the idea that we can feel it, but then have a God who loves us and is with us to calm those fears. And when we let God calm our fears or be just be in our anxieties with us, those comforts give our soul delight. I liked that. I thought that was nice. So here's our prayer today. For those of you who are joining, oh my gosh, I forgot to light my candle. So look, I'm going to light my candle. Sam did buy me a new lighter. So I'm going to light the candle. This is just our sign that the Holy Spirit is here with us. But maybe I was supposed to wait so that all of the other friends who joined us today could be here. Okay, 
So this prayer is by Father Dolindo Rotolo. The first part is Jesus talking to your soul, and then the last lines, it's 10 times saying, oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. When I do that, I'll slow down and sort of be breathing in and giving my spirit time to lift up what I need to surrender to Jesus. So I hope you'll do the same. Pray always in readiness to surrender, and you will receive from it great peace and great rewards. Even when I confer on you the grace of immolation, of repentance, and of love, then what does suffering matter? It seems impossible to you. Close your eyes and say with all your soul, Jesus, you take care of it. Do not be afraid. I will take care of things and you will bless my name by humbling yourself. A thousand prayers cannot equal one single act of surrender. Remember this well. There is no novena more effective than this. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. things that that came up for me um, earlier today and then again now is really just the relationship with my parents and that message that there's healing this side of heaven and uh, just the word connection Um, I'm thinking right now my heart is really um, really being pulled to my friend Steph who just joined us and a post she put and and just where her heart is at. Um, so I just I lift and, and I lifted those things specifically that I know she's in a season of up. Um, so Steph and just all of you who are here, thank you for being here. Um, thanks for 
joining to hear and pray this novena of surrender with me. It has been a really neat experience to choose a prayer written by someone else. And it's, this one's a series of novenas, nine days of prayer. It's been an, a neat experience to do that for an entire year and to watch the miracles, but also to think about how God has changed and opened my heart to this idea of releasing control, that, that surrender is truly about letting go of things that are out of my control and trusting when something doesn't go as it's expected to go in my mind, that I'm not alone in that and that's okay. Uh, it will go the way it needs to go. So with that, tomorrow, my last episode of 8,000 Promises on the podcast releases, and it's an Advent episode, and we talk a lot about taking care of your nervous system in a high-stress season, and we talk about Jesus coming into this world to walk with us in the fear, in the oppression, in the difficulty, in the suffering, and that God is with us, Emmanuel. I hope you'll listen to that episode. It's really beautiful. Uh, Greg Lombard-Ray has incredible wisdom from his journey as an adoptive parent and as an adoption support specialist. So thanks for being here. May awesome things happen for you today. And I think I'll do uh, some prayer time like this in the coming year. Uh, probably not nine days in a row, maybe just once a month <laughs> instead, but we'll see what doors open. Look for that. And I love seeing you all and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.